Welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera and I am your host, career coach, and job search ally. People strive to find career happiness, purpose, and satisfaction, and yet end up in a career path that does not align with their goals and overall purpose. If you are launching your career or ready for your next career move, this podcast will empower you to pave your path and take the action steps to get you where you need to be. Let's get started. Hello there, and welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera, and I am your host. If you are a returning listener, I appreciate you sticking with me. Just as you're allowing me to take part in your journey, you are also taking a part in my journey. This podcast thing is new territory for me, and I appreciate you coming along for the ride. Uh, My purpose is to share any nuggets of information that I can provide to my listeners based on my personal and professional experience in the career world. Uh, I have seen a lot. I have helped a lot of people, and I just want to continue helping, and that is my purpose. Uh, especially people who are making a career pivot or not sure how to begin their job search process. I know that all of these things can be daunting and I just want to be a support and guidance uh, to people who who need it or just need that extra uh, little boost. So, all right. So today's topic is rethinking your approach to updating your resume. This is always a hot topic. Uh, I feel like I have a lot to say when it comes to resume writing I love offering resume advice, and I can honestly say that I've probably helped thousands of people update their resume. But I've also sat on the employer side, reviewing resumes and seeing which ones make the cut and which ones get screened out. And I think really that is what has motivated me wanting to talk about this topic because I do, I get frustrated for the job seeker when I see a candidate get screened out for things that, you know, some simple basic things that they could have done with their resume. And when I'm sitting there and I see somebody get screened out or even, you know, through the applicant tracking system, I just wish that I could tell them and say like, oh, if only, you know, you would have fixed this or maybe if you would have taken this different approach. And there are some things that are simple fixes and then other things just changing your mindset in how you approach uh, your your resume. So that is the purpose of today's episode, uh, rethinking, uh, updating your resume. So as a career coach, uh, one of the, the, the biggest asks for, from people is, you know, can you look at my resume? Can you review it? Can you revise it? I'm updating it. What do you think? And... While that is the initial ask, there is definitely a lot more behind updating a resume. And I'm going to share an example. So I had a client that sent over her resume and she's like, Liz, you know, I'm applying to a variety of positions and they're not, you know, I'm not really getting any uh, callbacks. What is going on? I was hoping you could just give it a a quick glance. That's always the, the ask, a quick glance. So I took a look at the resume. I'm like, well, let me let me check it out. Let me see. And it looked really good, actually. Uh, the bullet points were on point. She used, you know, strong action verbs. It, you know, her statements were uh, well thought out, accomplishment-based statements, achievements. It looked good. And I honestly didn't want to, you know, kind of just pinpoint any random little thing. 
I thought it looked pretty good. So I responded to her. I said, look, this resume looks pretty solid. What are you applying for? Uh, how many places have you applied to? And, you know, what what is your job search strategy overall? So I really wanted to know more. And so I said, you know, this looks like a really great research resume. And she's like, well, I'm not applying to research positions. And I was like, oh, well, then that's the problem. Her resume was on point, but it was very focused to research position. And so I find it that a lot of people use the same general resume to apply to a hundred different types of jobs. And that's just not going to work. You really have to focus that resume and tailor it. And I know people probably hear that a lot, but people still don't don't do it. And, and then they wonder why it's not getting through uh, for whatever reason, right? So today, I want to share three key components to consider when you are updating your resume. Um, these things, I, you know, in my experience, I will say again, are the most effective and they can be game changers. So let's dive in. Number one, what is the goal of your resume? You know, who is your audience? Are you applying to positions uh, outside of your industry or within your industry? Because if you are changing industries, you really have to think about your transferable skills. How can you package your experience based on your intended audience? And you also have to consider industry terminology. That's, that's going to be instrumental. So for example, let's say for instance, you are a classroom teacher and you're rethinking that. You're like, you know what? I want to I transition into the field of training and development. So you have transferable skills, right? Or, or this individual has, has these, uh, these transferable skills such as you know, writing curriculum, public speaking, uh, ability to engage diverse learners, customizing educational materials, setting and meeting learning objectives. So that's just to name a few. Uh, or maybe you, know, you are someone who is interested in entering the nonprofit world. And perhaps you have a ton of volunteer experience, uh, global experience, a co community service. So you might have some background that can, you know, speak nicely into the field of, of the nonprofit world. So these conversations are important to have and really think about uh, when you're making a career pivot, um, an industry change. So let's say, for instance, you're like, well, no, I do want to stay in my industry, but now I'm ready for that next that next move, that higher level role. Um, I want to be a, a manager, um, higher position. And I will say that I have worked with a lot of clients that are interested in their next career move. And one of the things that I find is that people are intimidated by that process. Um, they'll say, you know, Liz, I, I want to apply to that director position or that manager role, but I don't know if I'm qualified. I don't think that, you know, that it's that it's right for me. I, I know I'm qualified, like I know I could do it, but maybe I may not be seen as someone that's qualified. And a lot of times it's because they say, well, I didn't I don't have experience or um, a job title that says supervisor, manager, or director. And I always tell people, and people who've worked with me will will also, you know, attest to this. Never screen yourself out. If you feel like you meet you know, 70% of the, the job posting, uh, apply. And if you're like, I can do this, you have to prove, you know, why you can do the role. But in this example, for instance, with the, with the manager, um, I've worked with people who have said that they, um, have been presidents of their association board 
or they have served as interim uh, you know, manager or director in, in their company. Or, this was a common one, they have trained new employees, uh, you know, onboarding or, or whatnot. And a lot of these are transferable skills. These are leadership qualities. So just because you, you know, you haven't had a job title uh, that's manager, supervisor, director, that does not mean you haven't served in a leadership uh, capacity. So leadership is more than just a job title. And so these are just a few examples that I, that I can think of. Um, all right. So number two, you have to know your audience. What are the needs of the employer? So you really have to do your research and identify, you know, what are the pain points or what are the needs of the employer? So this way you can start thinking about your areas of expertise and experiences and qualifications that you can prepare as you market yourself uh, for this particular resume. So you really are going to have to think about specific, tangible experiences that demonstrate your, your expertise, right? So you have to package your experiences in the way that are the most relevant for that employer. The truth of the matter is that we are a brand. And when we send off our resume to an employer, you know, we want them to know that we are a good investment and we have to, we have to be good at telling our story and show proof of our successes uh, and how we can contribute to, to that company uh, and to that particular role. So as with any marketing, before you sell your product, you need to know the needs of the consumer. In this case, the employer. And one thing that I wanted to also note is that, and, and I tell this again to my students and my clients, that you have to think about when you're putting your resume out there, there are essentially three audiences. And I'm referring to how your resume gets screened out. Uh, so number one, the applicant tracking system, right? So the robot. This software is basically just picking up to see if you have the keywords from that job posting and if they are somehow integrated on your resume. So that's the very first part that gets, you know, that, that gets noticed, the, the screening process. Let's say it makes it through that applicant tracking system, then you're probably going to, you know, the next step will be the actual recruiter or, you know, uh, human resources or talent acquisition. So they have an idea of the position and they are looking to see if you have the minimum qualifications. So they're quickly just looking at your resume, comparing it to the essentials of the job posting. So that way they can take it up or kick it up to the uh, hiring manager. Now, once you get through to the hiring manager, they're the ones who are going to be looking for proof of accomplishments and really dig in deeper into your, your experience and your, your resume. So really thinking about these three audiences in mind. And I know that it sounds like a lot of work and it's time consuming and you're like, oh, I have to put all this energy. But this is why you want to focus your, you know, your resume to positions that you truly care about, that you really want to work for that organization. And so it's going to be worthwhile making the investment, taking the time, because you are applying to something that you want to do and not just apply to anything and everything. Uh, so you want to be strategic again in how you present and prioritize information. When you're putting together your resume within each role, make sure that you list the most relevant and impactful bullet points first. Uh, be sure you quantify to demonstrate impact uh, and paint a bigger picture. 
I'm going to be honest with you. When I've sat on search committees and I've had to sift through resumes and, you know, I have 10 million other things going on in my job, I'm looking at these resumes and I'm skimming and I'm just trying to like capture an idea of this person's background and I probably read the first few bullet points to kind of just get to see what these individuals have contributed in their previous roles and, and success uh, and accomplishments um, that they've, you know, that they've been able to demonstrate. So I take a look at that. And again, that's my personal uh, experience in, in that process. So one of the things that you want to do is read through that job description. Look out for repetitive keywords and phrases. Uh, it Look at the preferred qualifications, the required qualifications, and any specific criteria, and integrate components of that uh, job description, that language. You know, so let's say you've worked with customers, but that job description is focusing a lot on clients. I mean, it's really the same thing, right? So you can swap terminology, again, based on that industry or or the uh, terminology that that particular organization is using. When you, you know, again, when you're drafting your resume, one key section that you can really leverage is the profile and skill section. So that little paragraph at the top, uh, you can include things that you have to showcase your qualifications. So let's say the position is looking for someone who is bilingual, Spanish speaking, and you have that skill set, you want to include it. Or maybe they're asking for experience working with a particular population or working with a particular within a particular industry or software, whatever the case may be. Anything they're looking for that you're like, yes, I have this. The profile is a wonderful and strategic place to include that uh, that information. The other thing about you know resume writing is that you make it as unique as you can for yourself. So you can create targeted categories. So for instance, you know, a lot of people will have work experience and list all of their experience. But when an employer is looking at the resume, they just want to know what experience you have that is closely related to whatever it is that, you know, the position that you're applying for. So let's say you are applying to uh, development positions, fundraising, and you have fundraising experience. I would create a fundraising section uh, or maybe you're applying for teaching opportunities. So teaching experience, research experience, or creating a relevant experience section. So I guess what I'm trying to say is really be mindful of how you connect the dots for your reader. You know, it has to be, you know, it has to be obvious. Uh, you know what you're looking for. You know what you have to offer but you have to be intentional in the way that you are presenting your information. All right, so number three, you uh, identify your VIC, value, impact, and contributions. So now you have to sell it. So let's say this is the part where it gets to that hiring manager. You know, what skills, experiences, and credentials can you showcase that prove your value? It's not simply enough to just list bullet points with general functions. So your resume should not should not read like a job description. I have seen people do that where they pull like from their job description and they're just putting bullet points. I can see right through that because I'm like, well, what did you do different in this role? So think about how you have personally added value to that organization. I realize that 
it is easier said than done. And many job seekers do find it challenging to identify those uh, situations uh, that convey those, you know, key experiences. And I think that's why it's important to have these conversations either with a career coach or with a a trusted colleague. So one of the things that I highly recommend is have a brainstorming session prior to updating your resume. Uh, you know, we seldom create these spaces where we talk about our successes, right? Our, our <laughs> humble bragging moments, as I like to call them. Um, again, this can be done with a trusted friend, a mentor, a coworker, or a career coach. I personally have had these conversations with colleagues. Um, I've had colleagues who have applied to different positions and they're like, all right, Liz, I'm updating my resume or I'm getting ready for my interview, what, you know, what are some things that I can talk about? What am I good at? And for me, I'm like, are you kidding me? I can point things like, well, you brought this to the table. I remember when we were, you know, putting this event together, you're the one who contributed in this way. You were amazing at coming up with ideas. And they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about, about those things about myself. And we rarely ever think about ourselves in that way. So when you can talk to a trusted coworker that can pinpoint where you've excelled, uh, people, you know, they will share these experiences and that can be helpful in, in helping you think about how you want to present yourself uh, again in, on your resume. All right. So these are some some things that you can ask yourself that may be helpful as you are updating your resume. So thinking about your experiences, what are some of your most proudest accomplishments uh, in each of your roles? And I want you to think about, you know, unpaid experiences as well. Those experiences are valid. Uh, employers do like to see people that are doing things that are outside of their job. Uh, so any type of, you know, involvement, community work, volunteer experience, outside activities, people do like to see that. Um, you know, how have your previous employers benefited from your unique skills? I honestly think we all bring something unique to the table in our respective roles And I think that it's important to reflect on what those things are. Um, You know, what type of positive feedback have you previously received uh, during your performance evaluations? You know, maybe take take a look back and revisit those evaluations. That can be uh, an important piece to incorporate in in your marketing uh, package materials. Are you the go-to person for anything in particular? You know how sometimes you're in a position and you have your your role and what you need to do for that specific, you know, you have your job functions, but people seem to come to you for other things that are not in your other duties as assigned or whatever. Uh, But you're like, okay, everybody comes to me for this. Well, think about why. Uh, Those are things that, again, that can showcase that you are going above and beyond and you can include that on your resume. That's what people want to see where you go above and beyond uh, your contributions. So when you're putting together your bullet points, You want to avoid passive language, such as duties included, responsible for, assisted with. So I want you to look at your resume, and if your resume begins with any of those things, I want you to swap that with stronger action verbs. So things like, and I'm not going to go on and on, but I'm going to list a few here, okay? Enhanced, increased, implemented, initiated, launched, revitalized and so on all you can all you have to do is you know even do a google search strong action verbs 
and you'll get a long list of these great action verbs that you can use to enhance what you currently have. So let me give you an example. And I see this a lot. Responsible for. You know, so here's a, a bullet point. Responsible for managing inventory and finding ways to reduce cost. Okay, but how about this? Decreased expenditures by 25% by implementing inventory controls and standardizing ordering procedures. Way better. And a lot of times, you know, the second bullet point comes out in conversation. You know, when I'm talking to a, a client or a student, I'm like, okay, well, you're responsible for doing this. Tell me more. And once they go into their storytelling and they're like, well, actually, this was happening and I really wanted to help save money. So I decided to, you know, implement a new inventory control. And the result of that was decreasing, you know, uh, the cost by about 25%. And I'm like, well, that is not what your resume says. So having these conversations can really be helpful in, in again, enhancing what you currently have. Here's another one. Helped fundraise for a small nonprofit organization by establishing new partnerships. Okay, so they help fundraise. But how about this? Fostered new partnerships with local businesses resulting in $30,000 of in-kind donations for small nonprofit organization addressing health disparities. So here, this person is showcasing their ability to create new partnerships, but also what it resulted in and then that it was for, you know, for what purpose. So it's a concise bullet point, but it's impactful. And so you really have to rethink about how you are presenting your, your experience um, in order for you to really stand out. Remember, the reader will only take a few seconds to review your resume. So simply, simply put, you have to strategically think about how you are presenting and packaging your experiences um, with this document that, you know, that we need to uh, get our foot in the door, right? So having the needs of your targeted audience in mind and knowing your unique selling points will take updating your resume to a whole other level. All right, so let's do a quick recap. When you are thinking about updating your resume, I want you to think about these three things. What is the goal of your resume? So who is your audience? What are the needs of your audience? What are their pain points? and identify your value, impact, and contributions. So connect the dots. All right, I think that was a lot of information. There's so much more that I wanna share, but we'll start with this for now. And uh, again, these are just some resume pointers that I want you to consider as you go back and update your resume or as you're ready uh, to submit in, in search of your, your next uh, career uh, move or, or role. All right, so thank you so much for joining me today and allowing me to take part in your journey. I value your time and I hope that you found today's episode helpful. Remember, you have a lot to offer. You have unique skills and experiences and make sure they come through on your resume. Until next time, this is Liz, your career coach.